0: Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I am so excited that I'm getting emails from so many students that they are getting interviews already, and some of them are a little bit disappointed because they are pre-screening interviews, and what I wanted to do was make sure that I talk to you guys about those. So I do have a three-hour course on interview prep and support uh, at residency.teachable.com. And if you need to know how the point system works and what are the strategies that you can use, especially if you're an introvert, especially if you're someone who is really not comfortable being on the spot, Uh, maybe you're somebody who really prefers to take time to think through things. Uh, Many of the ambulatory care rotations especially. You've had time with the patients and and now you're being told that you have a 10, 15 or 20 minute interview which is a screening interview and that's a bit of a disappointment. So let me tell you the most important thing that you need to ask them as soon as you get it and the most important thing you need to ask is how long is it and how many questions will you be asking? Okay, And the what you tell them is I just want to make sure I don't go over time with one of my questions and I want to make sure I'm able to answer all of the questions you have for me. And if there's any time at the end for uh, questions from me, just let me know. I just want to put that into my timeline. Because the rubric is set up to see how you answered each question and some rubrics are set to give you some points for the first question, second question, third question you really crush yourself if you over talk on one of them and you don't get to that next question so first thing you must 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 ask them how long how many questions make that division figure out and then you're gonna start practicing how you're gonna start practicing a little bit of how to do that under time And that's gonna be an important thing as you're kind of working towards these type of interviews. So let's talk a little bit about how to prepare for a pre-screening interview. And I do talk a little bit more about this, certainly in the the course, but uh, that book I wrote with Brandon Dyson, The Residency and Phone Interview 2-in-1 Bundle. uh, It's called Phone Interview Survival Tips. And this phone or Zoom interview, uh, they're the same thing essentially in terms of what you need to do and what you need to really worry about. So again, it's an audiobook makes it really easy uh, in terms of, you know, getting the knowledge on the way and back from your appies uh, so that you can kind of pull that off. And then uh, there's, of course, the 100 questions, answers and rationales uh, that we go over 100 residency interview questions. But let me get back to this pre-screening interview and how to prepare for it. So I'm gonna show you something. This is part of the course. Uh, What are your, it's a video uh, podcast. Uh, What are your strengths or tell me about a time when? Okay, so the first thing is you need to, in some way in your brain or on paper, recognize that this is a fact question or a behavioral question. Now behavioral questions, Although they're very popular, they're very time-consuming. Uh, foundational questions are, can be a lot less time-consuming, but what you want to do is make sure you know how to do it. So the reason I called it the rock star interview was a play on words. I want you to be a rock star in that interview, but it also are two in mnemonics. So the first mnemonic is answering, answering foundational questions. What are your strengths? R-O-C-K. You're going to rephrase it. You're gonna say, my strengths are blank and blank. Then you're going to outline, and you're gonna probably pick two with such a small amount of time or maybe even one. Then you're gonna cite evidence. So what you wanna do is when you're saying, okay, well, I'm really good at organization, and then move right to, I organized a flu shot clinic for 200 people. Oh, that's somebody who's organized, right? And then you need to connect. I understand that you in the ambulatory care residency rotation also provide flu shots and COVID shots or whatever it is. So rephrase, outline, cite evidence, and K for connect just to differentiate it from the C. So that's what you need to do if you get a foundational question. Behavioral question, tell me about a time when. You cannot prepare in the traditional way for this where you're going to try to memorize maybe some of the answers and parts of the answers and things like that. But what you can do is become a good storyteller. And that's where the introvert, I feel like, does really well. Instead of focusing on the interview, you focus on the place where you are talking about. So let me tell you a behavioral question that is just a brutal one to get, especially if it comes right off the bat. Uh, Tell me about a time when you made a medication error. Okay, here's the situation. I was uh, working late. It was a 12-hour shift. Uh, Just before the end of the shift, I wanted to make sure this uh, parent got the medication for their uh, daughter. And uh, it was a compound, so I was finishing up everything for the day. (laughs) even uh, just stopped counting the drawer to go do this. We were actually closed uh, time-wise. Uh, I got everything ready, uh, I compounded it quickly, and then double checked, and then I uh, gave it to the patient. Unfortunately, as I was driving home, something in my brain was saying, I don't think you did the math right. I don't think you did the math right. And sure enough, I went back, and I had a five times overdose. And immediately, I turned around, called the store, said, get me the number of the patient so I can make sure that they don't take it. So my task was to make sure the patient doesn't take the medicine, then to make sure that I can get the medicine properly to them. So when I went back to the store, uh, the uh, executive assistant manager was there and I talked to him and said, hey, you know, this is just what happened. Uh, I've gotten in touch with the patient. Uh, they haven't taken it. Uh, they live nearby. I want to take it to them in about a half an hour. Uh, they don't speak any English. I, I speak fluent Spanish, so no problem. Uh, I just need to get back in the pharmacy, get this thing done, uh, and then go over there. So sure enough, I get this compounded again. Uh, I see what the mistake was. I When I was reading the um when when it came off the printer the 5 was like a 2 and it just didn't come out right and my brain must have replaced the 2 with a 5 and you know as I was doing the math i the math was correct from my number but not from the actual number that was intended which i could see on the screen but was not correct on the on the printing or it wasn't exactly right so I went to the family's house, I immediately apologized, I exchanged the medication, asked the daughter to come in the next day, pick any toys she wanted, I'll be there working in the morning. Uh, Again, sorry to keep you up uh, and all of that. Uh, I understand that you have a great med safety program here, and I gotta tell you, the emotion that I bring from having that scare and that near uh, experience, I'm so excited to bring uh, to your medication safety program and so you see what I did I created a situation I talked about the task which is not the action the task is what do you need to do the action is the actual thing and so many people when they're under the pressure of a pre-screening interview will hurry right to the action which is I made a mistake and then I went over to their house and I gave them the right medicine well that's not much of a story right so you doing just enough of a story to keep them compelled keep them on the hook and then tell them uh, eventually what happened okay so just a review a foundational question is what are your strengths you rephrase it you outline it you cite evidence and then you connect it to their site same with the behavioral except you're gonna take a little bit longer to go into the situation you're gonna talk about the task that needed to happen Okay, so this is where you can talk about your peers and, and working well with other people. Then the actual action that your team took. Better to take action as a team than an individual uh, just to show that you are good with other people. And then the result. Obviously, you want a positive result at the end um, because you're you're answering the question. So that's the difference between the two. Uh, the course goes way, way uh, into huge, huge uh, depth about all of these things uh, and then how many points you get for these questions and things like that. Now, I know you are exhausted and you've got so much going on. How are you going to prepare for a pre-screening interview in between all of this stuff? Well, I introduce you to, and again, this is in the course, the forecast recommendation form. I cannot believe how many people don't know that this is on the net and available to you, and it's available for a reason. When you sent your letters of recommendation or request for letters of recommendation, your recommenders were asked to evaluate a minimum of three fields and put comments in those fields exceeds, appropriate, fails to meet, not applicable. Then they were asked, to describe their interactions. So how much time did they actually spend with you? Were they the supervisor and really didn't get to spend time with you? Or were they someone that really had a lot of chance to see you in action? And then to talk about two strengths, then two areas of improvement, and then the one that gets changed. Um, Oh yeah, and then any other characteristics. So if they just, you know, it's not a strength, it's not an improvement, but just something different that they really liked about you. But then, this is the big one, where they put in the fit to the program, okay? So what you want to do to prepare for it is to write a recommendation for yourself. Obviously, you don't need to put in all of the words. You just want to put in the notes, uh, and highly recommend, hopefully. But what you want to do is have these ready. So when you're thinking about an academic medical center, what are they really going to want, okay? they are going to want clinical problem solving skills and effective patient interactions right sure dependability is important sure independence is important but what you say are your strengths tells a lot about you and so there's no reason to pick outside of this list this is where you want to affirm what your recommenders have already said so if you said in your letter of intent man, I got this real great clinical save, then talk about your clinical problem-solving skills. Talk about your effective patient interactions. But if you see that maybe uh, it's a site that is going to have um, a lot of research and you know that there's going to be a lot of presentations, then maybe you talk a little bit about your oral communication skills. Or maybe there's an opportunity to be chief resident. That's time to leadership put in leadership and mentoring skills, okay? So the ones you want to stay away from, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but they can come off wrong. And under the duress of the time, you really want to stay away from these because you want to be able to tell your complete story. So be really careful about using something like assertiveness. So assertiveness sounds like you're going to Take over. Don't worry. I got it. I'll be chief resident first day, right? The next thing is be careful about independence. So you might talk about how they're you're really excited about the autonomy they give their residents, but that makes them question, well, do you have to work alone? Can't you work with other people? Okay. Um, you could use willing to accept constructive criticism, but it still sometimes comes off wrong where you're like, Yeah, I can take constructive criticism and your tone matters. So when I'm talking to my wife, I'm very, very aware of how, what her expressions are and and those types of things, because I know that I am tone deaf most times in terms of how I'm conveying something. So if I say I'm happy to help, it might sound like I'm happy to help, right? And it's like, no, you're not. Hey, and, and that tone matters so much. So one of the other kind of tricks I, I say is to to use a mirror, to have one next to you because a person on a mirror can't help smile. And not in a weird way, but you want to keep that energy up. You want to be excited. You want to convey that energy because this is what makes or breaks you for the interview. So again, just to kind of talk a little bit um about what we need to do. You need to practice doing foundational questions and behavioral questions, the rock, rephrase, outline, cite evidence and connect, and behavioral questions, situation, task, action, result. And you need to practice them in two to three minutes. So have a couple ready, get used to this. And when you're writing down what they are asking, you say, oh, okay, let me write this down. And this always shows that you're really into it. Okay, and you're going to have a little star down there. So as soon as you hear the behavioral question, hey, can you tell me about a time when you had to lead somebody? Sure, situation, task, action, result. Um, yeah, so when we were asked to do blank and then you start talking about the situation, then you circle it. And then you say, okay, well, what we needed to do though is we needed to reach a lot of people. Okay, that's going to be your task. So what we did to solve that was, that's your action, and then it worked out that. It may sound silly, but it's a checklist. Airline pilots use a checklist to make sure that they've got every little thing that they're supposed to get done before they take off. It's important that you you don't know, get the wheels up eventually when you're doing these questions make sure you write down the R O C K or the S T A R so that you make sure that you've done it and by looking down for just a minute it shows that okay you're thinking about it you're paying attention you're writing a little note and then you say okay my uh, two strengths that I would really really love to bring to your site include my clinical skills that I've developed in many clinical appies, and my organizational skills. As far as my clinical work, I'm especially proud of, and talk about your appy experience, maybe a specific one, a specific patient always works well. It's very easy to visualize. And then you're gonna talk a little bit about organizing something. And then you're gonna say, you know I, I'm so excited you know I, I did that critical care rotation and I saw that you have a critical care rotation and an opportunity for electives it's so exciting to me so you know and kind of go on and on so again you, you gotta kind of prepare that speed but what you want to do is have your timer there ready with you, have your notes with your letters, your star and your rock, uh, to make sure that you're taking the time to answer each part of the question. And as you're kind of circling them, what happens is that you can kind of get a sense for, whoa, hey, somebody didn't really set up the story on that question. Next question, let's make sure to take a little bit more time to set up the story, or whoops, went a little bit long on the story. Uh, This is what ended up happening. Okay. But having a timer in some way or another, it'll probably be on the Zoom call, it'll probably be on the phone, but just make sure that you get to answer all of the questions so that you get the most points you possibly can on the rubric. So again, looking forward to your emails about uh, the success that you're having uh, with these interviews. And if you've got questions, tonythepharmacist at gmail.com. This is really so exciting for me. I just love this part of the process because this is when you're going in and you're you're putting your best foot forward you're making your best case and uh, unfortunately you don't get any feedback that you would like like oh we're gonna hire you uh, until march but uh, i think that uh, by preparing in this way taking the time to go to the forecast recommendation form giving yourself a recommendation Uh, for the site and really taking the time to look at those strengths and weaknesses and and, and really predicting what some of the people said about you. I think that that would be a really efficient and great way for you to prepare for this type of pre-screening interview.